0: So every week, we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks, and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Isn't it crazy that your body gets a vitamin from the sun? Welcome to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv and today I'm talking about this really crazy and amazing vitamin which is very important to us. However, you are not guaranteed to get sufficient vitamin D from the sun alone, certainly not all year round. It really depends on where in the world you are, of course. And as crucial as this vitamin is to our well-being, it's important to make sure that you get enough of it with the help of your diet. So what is so great about vitamin D? For one, It is related to bone health. It helps your body absorb calcium and phosphorus from your gut. One of the most well known symptoms of a vitamin D deficiency is rickets, which is a bone disease especially common in children in developing countries. It strengthens your immune system, very important. It can help protect your body against cancer. It can help improve your overall physical strength. And this is the one I really love. Several studies show that vitamin D helps improve your mental health significantly and it reduces the risk and or severity of depression. And it also looks like from studies that it will generally just help you live longer. Why exactly? Well, probably a complex combination of reasons, but that certainly sounds like something I'm on board with. Now, there have been quite a few more recent studies, and you'll understand why I say recent in a second, done on vitamin D and prevention of COVID-19 infections. Some studies do indeed suggest that people whose vitamin D levels are low were more likely to be infected in the first place. And also that people whose vitamin D levels were low were at higher risk of severe symptoms when they did get ill. So all of this sounds great, obviously. You want some vitamin D in your body. But where can you get it and make sure that you get enough of it in your diet when the sun doesn't come out to play? Fish is definitely a good place to look. Cod liver oil is number one and salmon, tuna, herring, mackerel and sardines are great sources of vitamin D. Some vitamin D is also found in egg yolks. Keep this in mind for our recipe today, guys. Red meat and liver especially is high in vitamin D. Some mushrooms and this is specifically wild mushrooms who are exposed to actual sunlight, and grown mushrooms, farmed mushrooms that are exposed to UV light, will contain some vitamin D. However, mushrooms contain vitamin D2, whereas the animal products that I listed before contain vitamin D3, and the latter seems to be more effective. So, okay, we've got some great sources of vitamin D here, but... As you can hear, it's a bit of a challenging list for vegetarians and especially vegans. So if you don't eat meat or animal products, you might want to consider taking vitamin D supplements, at least through parts of the year. And true enough, it does seem that vegans are especially at high risk of lacking vitamin D. So this is important to take seriously. In addition to supplements try to find products like cereals, juices and plant-based milk that have been fortified with vitamin D. It is fairly common, so keep in mind that this might be worth a try and a few extra quid if it costs that. If you suspect that you are vitamin D deficient, you can find out by having a blood test done. So talk to your doctor if you're worried and see if this is something that they can find out for you. Have you ever been vitamin D deficient or have you improved your diet to include more of this magical component? I'd love to hear your story. Message me on Instagram at the from scratch body. And now we are making something delicious, simple and quick. All of my favourite keywords, pasta carbonara. This is probably one of my quickest dinners and it never gets old. I really hope you enjoy my pasta carbonara. There is no need for cream. A proper carbonara doesn't need cream, regardless of what you've read or been served. If you want to add that and go extra indulgent, that's totally cool. But just some grated parmesan mixed with an egg yolk will give you an extremely creamy and delicious sauce. It's all you need. When I took the photos that you will see on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, I'd run out of peas, which I usually put in my carbonara, so I used some green beans instead. So what? Just take it as an inspiration to show you that you can improvise with whatever you have at home and you don't need to be so rigid on rules or how things should be. Anyway, this is a pasta carbonara for two people. The prep time is about five minutes. The cook time is roughly 15 minutes, maybe less than that. You need for two people 250 grams of tagliatelle. That's definitely my favorite fresh tagliatelle. You can even make your own. I've gone through how you make your own pasta in a previous episode and you can also find it on my website. But I don't always take the time, so I don't expect you to either. You need roughly 200 grams of pancetta. I love the cubetti, so that's the chopped into small cubes pancetta. Half a cup of grated parmesan, one egg yolk, a pinch of salt and pepper, and then you have your optionals, a cup of mushrooms, and then some peas or other greens like green beans or some bits of broccoli or some asparagus. This is what you do. You mix together the egg yolk, make sure to keep the egg white for breakfast the next morning or maybe some baking, and the grated parmesan in a small bowl, just using a fork. Add a pinch of salt and pepper and put to one side. In a frying pan, gently fry the pancetta and if you are adding mushrooms, do those at the same time. Note that most pancetta or bacon, if you use that, is so fatty that you don't need any oil or butter in this pan. I like my pancetta pretty crispy, but you can fry it to your liking. When it's done, place the pancetta on a few sheets of kitchen roll and let that absorb some of the excess fat. Now cook the pasta in a saucepan for the time that it says on the cooking instructions. If you've made your own from scratch, it's probably about five minutes. So test around this mark and see if it's cooked to your liking. If you're adding any frozen greens like peas, then add them in at the very beginning. If they are fresh, however, just drop them in at the end just to warm them up. Now before you get rid of the pasta water, tip a bit about two three tablespoons of it into the frying pan that you use for the pancetta which is now turned off then drain the tagliatelle through a colander and splash a bit of olive oil in and mix well you don't need to drain the pasta too much it's nice if it's still a bit wet add the pasta into the frying pan with the bit of pasta water that you tipped in then add back the pancetta and mushroom if you're using that back from the kitchen roll and mix well Don't put the heat back on on the frying pan. We're only working with the heat from the freshly cooked pasta now. So this all needs to happen pretty quickly. But it can't be too hot as we now add in the egg and parmesan mix that you made at the start. And if the food is still cooking, the egg will curdle. So tip all of that egg and parmesan in and mix that sauce well with the pasta and the pancetta and serve up immediately. Top with more parmesan or maybe a leaf or two of basil did you make the carbonara share on instagram and tag the from scratch body i would love to see it and i hope that you love making this at home i'll see you next week